all investment mistakes are investor mistakes. Is that really true? Today, we'll dig in and see how to avoid making the most common mistakes with your investments. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. All investment mistakes are investor mistakes. That headline from an older article in the New York Times caught my attention. From personal experience, working on the podcast, and writing about personal finances, I have to say there's some truth to that. One concern I've noticed this year with emails and questions from the community is that couples are asking, what do they do with their portfolio? It's one thing to have a plan on paper on what you're going to do. It's another to watch the volatility on the news or follow along on your phone and actually stick with your plan. Whether you're investing for retirement or another goal, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that you're trying to get some good returns. So today, we're going to look at how you can become wiser, less stressed out investors. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the biggest mistakes couples make when they start investing, some traps you can fall into that can derail your investments and the returns that you see from them, and finally, how to create a system that works for both of you, along with a couple tools that can help you get started. All right, let's jump in. Even before either one of you opens an account or starts contributing, there are three mistakes you should be aware of and avoid when it comes to investing. The first one is waiting for the perfect time to get started. And this can manifest in a couple of different ways. Maybe the two of you right now feel like your contributions are small enough and they're not going to have any real effect. So why don't you just give it another year or two when you have more money that you can contribute and invest. I understand it doesn't feel like you're making any meaningful contribution, but the good news is you don't need a lot of money to get started. One of the biggest advantages you have, even if you are starting with a smaller amount, is time. When we were first married and we had jobs that offered a match, we put the minimum amount to get that match. And To be honest, it looked really small those first few years, but as our income grew, our contributions grew, and with the power of compound interest, our portfolios grew as well. Another reason why you might hesitate to start contributing and investing is because you feel like maybe the timing is not right with the market. While past performance does not guarantee future results, if you look at the historical numbers, you're going to be better off not trying to time the market and instead start where you are now and then building that up. The second big mistake that couples make with investing is investing without a goal. Typically, when we start investing, it's through work. And with the main account being a 401k, 
We're familiar with investing for retirement. The goal has been decided for us. And the reason you want to have a goal is because then you know what your timeline is or have a good idea of what the timeline is. Your investments should match both. If your goal has a shorter timeline, then you're going to look for a little bit of stability and to keep that income. So instead of stocks, you might be looking at bonds, for example. So defining your goal and your timeline is crucial for your first steps with creating your investment plan, which leads us to the third mistake that couples make. They're not syncing up with their goals and investments. Both of you need to be on board and you should have a baseline knowledge of your investment goals and what's in each of your accounts. You want to coordinate how much you're contributing and what you're contributing into. And if you have different investment styles, you have to work it out so that you're still working together on your goals. Another consideration with couples is your timeline. Now, for example, my husband and I are about the same age. So when we're planning for retirement, we're looking to retire at the same time. But maybe there is an age gap between the two of you. And numbers wise, one of you is going to retire sooner than the other. What does that look like? Does the other spouse continue contributing? If so, how much? Are they going to start winding down towards retirement with work? These are questions that you should consider and talk about. And while you may not immediately be on the same page, but with more conversations and time, you can find a solution that you're both happy with. What if the two of you are now contributing into your accounts, whether it's for retirement or other goals? How can the two of you protect your money? Something that's helped us is creating an investment plan and also giving us guidelines on how we're going to be investing. Having an objective plan helps us reach our goals. But the reality is, just like you, we can sometimes feel stressed out with what's going on. And so there are a few things that we do to make sure that we stick with our plan. The first one is ignore the noise, whether it's through my inbox, social media, or just in the news headlines. We're bombarded with people and experts just declaring the hottest stock tip or the thing we should be buying or selling. While it may give you a feeling that you're being proactive, actually most of this is a lot of noise. Some of these stories are driven to get your attention or to get ratings and eyeballs for advertisements. You can reduce a lot of stress by cutting back on the noise. One step is being selective with your sources. Choose your investment sites or other resources very carefully. What's the credibility of the site or show that you're watching? What's their goal and how do they make money? That might lead you to weed out some shows that don't have your financial interest at heart. And two, even if it looks like it's thoroughly researched, check the data yourself. News pieces are great on focusing on maybe the narrative of a story, but it doesn't give you the whole picture. And when it comes to investments, no one's going to care about your money as much as you do. So make sure you're comfortable understanding what this investment is, how it works, and if it fits in with your goals. And then finally, have a handy place with your investment plan so you can review it as needed. 
There's a reason that you picked it out. And sometimes when we hear a lot of noise, especially with something that seems like a very limited opportunity to make some money, we want to jump in and go for it. But it's better to be more objective and follow the plan. Another way that you can protect your finances and investments and make sure that it is growing is by making your contributions automatic. Like I mentioned before, it's impossible to time and predict the market. So most times it's better for you to just go ahead and have regular contributions. And one of the best ways to do that is just schedule and automate that. Treat your contributions like a bill. Your consistency is going to pay off. And if you decide to automate, you'll still be making contributions even if your day-to-day gets a little bit hectic, meaning that you're more likely to stick to your goals and reach them. And then finally, make sure you have a system for reviewing your portfolio. Now for us, we have our monthly money dates. And with it, we have a snapshot of all our accounts, including our investments. However, when I'm talking about reviewing your portfolio, this is going to be a little bit of a deeper dive. You're going to be not only making sure that your contributions are going to the right accounts and investments that you've chosen, but you're also going to be looking at things like, are there any unnecessary fees you need to be on the lookout for? Do you need to readjust and rebalance your investments? Or should you sit down with a financial planner to make sure that overall your big picture is looking great and that your investments are working the way they're supposed to? And the good news is that there are free and paid tools out there that you can use to make sure that more of your money is going towards your goals. For example, one of our partners on the site, Bloom, that's with three O's, helps you make sure that your 401k doesn't have unnecessary fees. They offer a free analysis for you. And then if you're looking at all your accounts just to get a snapshot, one great tool that's free is personal capital. If you have a lot of accounts between the two of you, it makes it easy to pull it in into one spot. And then if you guys have a unique situation and you'd like to have a customized solution, Tiller is another partner of ours that I think has some great tools, can pull in that information into a customized spreadsheet that you choose, or you can use one of their templates in the community. And you can, again, stay on top of your money, including your investments in one easy spot. Just keep in mind, when you're reviewing all your accounts on your monthly money dates, with your investments, you're not trying to tamper every time you do a money date. Instead, just focus in on them twice, maybe four times a year every quarter to make sure that the money is moving in the direction that you want it to and that you're not interfering with your investment returns. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to focus on a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode. The first is create a purpose and a plan for your investments. If the two of you want to create an investment plan that aligns with your values and goals, you have to define it. Why are you investing in a certain account? If it's at work, like a 401k or on your own an IRA, then you're saving towards retirement. And therefore, you're probably looking more towards growth if retirement is decades away. However, if your goals have timelines that are shorter, 
then you may be a little more conservative with your investments. Take some time this week or next to sit down and talk about what you're saving up for and about the time frame that you're thinking about. That'll make it easier for the two of you to create an investment plan that fits. The second is automate your contributions. So once the two of you have defined what you're investing for and what investments you're choosing, automate those contributions. You're more likely to reach your goals when you have that scheduled. This might seem like a small tip, but it is definitely helpful, especially when you have so much going on. You can focus on the bigger picture and feel comfortable knowing that your contributions are being taken care of. And then finally, have the necessary check-ins and reviews of your investments. Now, this is a case for balance. You do want to stay on top of your money, but you don't have to stress over or obsess after every single headline on the news. Instead, focus on quarterly or even semi-annually twice a year. Check in with your investments. Make sure that it is still aligned with your investment plan. And if the allocation of what you're investing in needs just to shift to get back on track, you can do it then. We found this a good way to not tamper with our money. And if you're using an app like Personal Capital, you could still get that snapshot view anytime you want to, but you're not tempted to mess with your investments. I know we only scratched the surface, so if you want to discuss this more, please come chat with us on Facebook in the Thriving Families group. We love to swap stories, tips, and help one another out with our family goals. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash FB. We'd love to see you there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to stay on top of your money, but you want to keep it simple and easy, I'll have the resources we've mentioned over this episode in the show notes, including how you can get a free analysis of your 401k from Bloom. Just head over to couplemoney.com, click on podcast to get the show notes, or if you want to go to Bloom directly, just go to couplemoney.com slash Bloom. That's with three O's. Next week on the podcast, we're continuing our series on investing, but there's more to it than just retirement. Find out how you can open up and start investing in a brokerage account. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Radio Public, and Spotify. Our theme song is by Gentle Regime. Additional music by artists from audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening to the episode, but sharing your favorite ones with your friends and chatting with me on what you're tackling as a team. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. <laughs>